guys. My name is James Cox, and this is Sowing the Seeds of Love. It's a uh, podcast about spiritual journeys. Um, you may know me from my already existing podcast, Human Insights with James Cox. This is a little bit different in terms of the content that we'll be talking about. Um, my intention here is really to look specifically at kind of different people's spiritual journeys and to just walk further down that path. Um, today, it'll just be me talking, but by and large, what I'll be doing is actually talking to other people and listening to their stories and having them kind of share insights that they've come across in their incarnation. So um, a little bit of background. Uh, this is actually, uh, I did something similar to this previously. It was called Jim and Betsy's Excellent Adventure. And uh, Betsy and I were together for eight years. Um, and I found it really useful. Um, we're no longer together, but um, I actually found going back and listening to it useful and had a lot of benefits in terms of lessons to remember and carry on going forward. So, you know, what I wanted to do is just continue that, um, that kind of a journey um, on my own. So, you know, kind of the goal is to look at different people's uh, spiritual journeys. You know, Ramdas uh, said, uh, you know, we used to think that there was a method um, to becoming enlightened. But uh, the truth is we all got here by no one path. Um, you know, everybody's path is different. And so in that way, it's, it's relevant and I think it's important to know that other people are both going through the same thing and you know going through it differently and you know it's you know we're not alone in this and we all have things of value that we can share to each other so a little bit of background on me um my spiritual journey, I guess, started really when I was in college. Um, I took a philosophy course, and in the uh, philosophy course, we uh, read uh, Elaine Pagel's uh, Gnostic Gospels. Um, and I found it really, really interesting. You know, I had, you know, I didn't really have a firm spiritual background. We went to Sunday school and whatnot when I was a kid, but, you know, really didn't go to church. Um, but Gnostics, I felt, were on a good path, on the right path. And really, it was very, you know, Gnosticism really focuses on like an individualistic relationship with God. Um, instead of one based on an institution, which I, you know, that's kind of my take on things. And, 
it's also very uh i don't know very spiritual but also very knowledge-based very experiential so it um that was kind of the seed and the seed kind of you know stayed planted for i don't know 20 years probably because there's no gnostic churches per se to participate in um so i kind of kept it to myself and you know kind of went on this journey i guess internally um eventually uh when uh, i had my kids my uh ex wanted to get them baptized and um you know her plan was to basically go to church get them baptized and then never go back again but i ended up liking the people it was uh, lansdale episcopal or lansdale holy trinity of lansdale it was an episcopalian church and um i ended up liking the people and it just felt like family and which was you know odd to me and uh so i kept going back and i actually kept taking the kids with me and um they seemed to like it too and um you know so that that was a very pleasant experience you know it it really fostered community i thought um the group of people that we had there um you know i worked on the vestry with the group for a couple of years so it kind of got me to thinking more in terms of how do you grow things like this how do you grow churches how do you get people to be you know more interested in spirituality um but we had a lot of good experiences there um eventually ended up getting divorced and um holy trinity actually ended up closing a couple of years ago um the uh but what the probably the main thing that happened for me was you know eight years ago um betsy and i got together and um she introduced me to ramdas and ramdas you know i didn't know who that was at the time and it uh, opened up a new world. And, you know, I listened to a lot of his talks on uh, CD in the car while uh, I was driving around. That was kind of my introduction. And I just loved his voice. I loved what he said, and I could almost immediately relate to what he said. And, um, you know, part of his story is, you know, in the 60s, he uh, and Timothy Leary were taking LSD and the LSD basically opened him up to understanding that there was another level of consciousness that, you know, in normal life, we're not aware of. So for him, LSD was a gateway to, you know, figuring out like why, why spiritual things happen, why, uh, why do we go down this path? And, 
it took him on a path to India to, you know, basically find uh, Neem Karoli Baba Maharaji, who uh, became his guru. And, um, but some people are turned off by the drugs uh, I found. Um, for me, it really doesn't affect me. I've never, I've never done drugs. I've never been interested. Um, but I can understand how that creates um, baggage for people. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, people can look beyond that and, and hear the words beyond that. Um, but uh, I found his insights really helpful in terms of understanding the world and being able to kind of come up with, you know, a view of society that that is positive, and that's that's difficult to say. And you know, today when we have so many difficult things going on, but so what does that what does that look like? You know, I'm a firm believer in karma. You know, I think that what we do affects what happens to our heirs and to our future incarnations and to the rest of society. So, you know, it's always better to do the right thing rather than the wrong thing. And, you know, try to sow those seeds of good karma, you know, for better experiences down the road. Um, you know, right now we're fighting climate change or you know, are we fighting climate change? We're, we're experiencing climate change, but it seems like a lot of people, a lot of businesses are hell-bent on just not giving a damn and, you know, just carrying on sowing seeds of bad karma, which are going to afflict future generations and really harm, you know, people going forward. Uh, we need to change that. We need to collectively change that. Um, another aspect that comes up in terms of when you look at things from a more Hindu point of view, as Ramdas does, is reincarnation. You know, I'm, uh, I believe in reincarnation. I, you know, that's kind of my point of view. I feel like I've had other incarnations. And when you're with other people, you can kind of see or feel when you have shared time together it's like you kind of intuitively know things about each other even though they've never come up and and there's just that knowingness that that kind of echoes through time it feels like um soulmates i mean uh, a lot of people think that you know you have one soulmate you know i don't think that i, I actually think we have hundreds of soulmates and that, you know, soulmates, um, these are people who have gone through other incarnations with you that you kind of touch base with as you go through other incarnations. And so you have these kinds of shared experiences with, um, you know, maybe in different lives, you play different roles, maybe in one life, you know, we were you know, family, 
uh, related to each other. Next life, maybe you're the person that's going to kill me. Uh, in the next life after that, maybe we're lovers. You know, it roles change, but the souls are basically eternal and take on different incarnations and and you know we go through different uh different classes different curriculum um from life to life but basically over time we we uh do the dance with each other and we kind of share those experiences and so this has really kind of informed how I live my life. You know, I, in the work that I do, I do socially responsible investing. I, my primary goal is to fight fossil fuels and the funding of fossil fuels uh, divestment. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of existentialism. I think you need to take responsibility for uh, what you do, your actions, your choices. And that there are obligations in terms of when you make choices, there are consequences. Um, you know, a great book in that regard that influenced me early on, I think, was uh, Sartre uh, wrote a book uh, called The Age of Reason. And uh, I really, in my life, have not re read a lot of novels, um, but I read that one and it really made an impact. Um, so I recommend that. Um, and it's all about existentialism and that aspect of choices that you make affect consequences. Um, I'm also very creative. Uh, you know, I like to paint. I love to write. I do uh, watercolors. Um, if you want to find those, you can go to... Uh, if you Google Fine Art America, James Cox, you'll see um, the page with different things. I actually keep them, I keep what I, pictures of what I do there as kind of an archive more than anything else, um, just to see what I've done over time. Um, so I love to paint, I love to write. Um, I have a blog, uh, jamesacox.com. Uh, it's basically work related, but I write about everything from climate change to finance, to health, to managing risk, to veganism. You know, it's, it's a lot of different things. And, and like I said, I also do the other podcast, Human Insights with James Cox. So um, that podcast looks at a lot of those same issues, climate change, veganism, uh, also some spirituality on there, um, health, uh, diet, um, and basically different aspects of what, what it means to live a full human life. And, uh, so I enjoy doing that, but again, that's for a really diverse set of topics. The one that we're doing now with this particular podcast is focused on, gonna be focused on spirituality. Um, in terms of some of these other, th these things like karma, reincarnation, soul pods, um, I'll be sharing more of that kind of stuff um, 
along the way, I expect, um, in terms of different episodes, uh, probably in between talking to other people. Um, if you'd like to be on the podcast, email me at James Cox private email at gmail.com. Happy to have you on. Happy to listen to other people uh, and let them share their stories. Um, but hopefully you get some value out of this and, you know, think further about kind of what your journey looks like, what you want to do, where you want to be. Um, and I think it's valuable to talk to other people about these things. You know, when, when we were growing up, when we were, when we were kids, I guess in the eighties, nineties, you know, seventies, you know, it became, it became uncomfortable to talk about things like religion and politics. And <clears throat> I think that's really injured society in the past 10 to 20 years, uh, especially. You end up with a lot more radicalism. You end up with a lot more, a lot more people who don't have the ability or the interest in communicating differences in a positive fashion. You know, it used to be that people could carry on a conversation and, and have differences and, you know, not hate each other. You know, they understood and respected each other enough to be able to live in a way that respects both points of views, but at the end tries to find common ground. And, you know, God knows we need to find more common ground these days. Um, you know, but we can't do it at the expense of, you know, people's freedom or people's lives, um, people's humanity. So hopefully, you know, this will help in terms of you know, fostering that kind of a view, that kind of a dialogue that we can talk and be more comfortable sharing and connecting to people because ultimately the way we grow as a society and survive as a society is being more connected. And I think everybody who's gone through COVID in the past year can attest to that fact of the importance of connection. So anyway, that's uh, kind of it for today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have uh, more chats, more talks, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks.